0: Following is a production of Word Alive Creative Arts. Welcome to the podcast of Word Alive International Outreach in Oxford, Alabama, an Apostolic Center for Transformation and Freedom. We pray today that you will be blessed and strengthened by this powerful message. You know, uh, in about a twenty-five year period of time, from when I was born to I was twenty-five, I think I got saved fifty times. Like 50 times I got saved, right? Like I'd go I'd go pray to Jesus and he'd help me and then I'd go back and do what I wanted to do, right? And then I'd foul it all up again then I'd come back and he'd save me again. Oh, I thought I was getting saved. It felt better, right? Then I'd come back and then I'd get convicted. I'd come and pray. Then, you know, this happened time after time after time. But then eventually one day, I just got tired of going my way because my way kept ending me up in very difficult spots and when I got to that point I didn't ask Jesus to save me I asked him to become Lord and there's a big difference between Jesus Jesus will save you he's gracious he'll save your butt every time almost you get in a mess because he just loves to save but if you ever get tired of just getting saved I know this sounds crazy but I was hosting some uh, international students from Egypt and they didn't know how to swim, and but they just loved the water. And so one kid, my son Caleb got in the pool and this one kid just kept going off the diving board, drowning and would just let Caleb save him. And he thought it was the most awesome experience in the world that he must've done it 12 times. He'd jump off, almost drowned, Caleb would save him and he just kept jumping off. He just thought it was a great experience because he knew, that he was there to save you. But you know, how many times do you get tired of drowning and you just rather learn how to swim? Come on, somebody, you know what I mean? You just, yeah. You'd just you rather just learn how to enjoy it instead of always having to get saved. Yeah. I just feel like somebody today, I know we're declaring this in the atmosphere, but somebody's watching, somebody may even be here, you're just tired of getting saved all the time and you're ready just to give your whole life and say, I'm ready to make Jesus Christ Lord of my life and follow him and follow his ways he said I came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly so whether you're sitting in this room or whether you're watching online The the Word of God declares, declares if we confess Jesus as Lord, He will actually take control of our lives. So Father, we lift our hands today and we confess with our mouth and we say, Jesus Christ, we believe you are the Son of God. We believe you came and you died on a cross and you rose from the dead to demonstrate the love of the Father for us. And Lord, many of us are just so tired of going our own way. We want to go your way. We believe you've got a destiny, you've got a purpose, you've got a creative design for us. And so, Father, today, we simply say with our mouths, Jesus Christ is Lord. Come on, say it with me out loud. Jesus Christ is Lord. And so today, if you want to make him Lord of your life, simply surrender your will to his and say from this day forward i make jesus christ lord over my life and my family and i know and believe now that he will begin to heal me and heal my family and heal my life in the name of jesus i agree and we believe in jesus name and everybody said amen can we give the lord one more hand of praise this morning isn't he great If you prayed that prayer with us online or you're watching on Facebook, man, just shoot us a comment. We would love just to send you some information to help you fully follow the Lord. And we thank God for Jesus being Lord over every area of our life. In His holy name, amen. Well, sit down here, if you will. Sit down at home. I want to take just a minute and share just a few thoughts with you. And then we'll come back and we got one more song to worship with. I wasn't going to need a pulpit, Bob. Would you you grab that? Do you mind? Sorry. You grab that. I won't be long, be just a few moments. And I just want to share some things with you. Man, I've enjoyed. Can you let the worship team know yeah. how much you appreciate them leading us in worship today? And oh, yeah. prophesying to us and allowing us to experience God's presence and dwell in the secret place of the Most High and make Jesus Lord. I just want to say a quick comment. I know, uh, I hope somebody can see my phone from, a, from the distance. I'll see if I can get over here on the camera so somebody can see it. Can I get this shot right here? Is this the best shot to get? Can you see my phone? Yeah, there you go. I keep getting this. Can you see that? It's 555 with unlock on top of it. Is that the best shot? Can you get closer? Five. Look at me using technology. 555. I, I must be, I'm seeing it like almost... Every time it pops up, and it's not looking for it, it's just random, i look, and there it is. God keeps saying to me that we're, I know it doesn't appear to be, but I'm telling Come you, on. we're in a season of grace. Yes. Oh, and yes. God is unlocking our future. Yes, he is. I'm telling you, we're coming out on the other side of this thing in God's grace. Jonah was in the belly of the well for three days, but God's grace spit him out where he should have been all, all along. We think this pandemic's locked us down and out of our destiny, but I'm prophesying to you on the other side of it, we're going to get spit back out. We're going to be right where we should have been all along by God's grace. And I just keep hearing testimony after testimony after testimony of people that are giving and finding God's grace in the supernatural supply. So before we just share a brief word, I want to release this word of grace over everyone that's giving today and your generosity. Here's what it says, 2 Corinthians 9, 6. But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. Here we go and God is able. Somebody shout he's able. he's able. God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you always, having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. God says there's a place you can get in him through generosity that connects you to heaven's resources. That you never lack anything in your life, and you always have an abundance to help somebody else. Now, I don't know about you, but that's the life I want to live in God, right? That all my needs are always met, and I've always got something to help somebody else with. And so I just release a word of grace today over everyone giving, whether you're giving online or mailing your gifts in. We're taking these resources and using them for the glory of God. We bless giving today and we say, yes, even in this season, there's a supernatural grace being released over God's people that you will always have more than enough in your own life. And also, enough that you can be a blessing to others under the grace of God. So, Lord, we speak a blessing over our giving today, and we release the grace of God over it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. I just want to share this quick word with you before we go back into worship and finish up today. It's just, I actually woke up with it in my spirit, and it's found in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 12. And here's what it says. Strengthen the hands that hang down and the feeble knees and make straight paths for your feet so that, so that what is lame may not be dislocated but rather healed. Strengthen hands that hang down. Oh, back up. You? That's a good scripture too. But yeah, Strengthen hands which hang down and feeble knees and make straight paths for your feet So the the what is lame may not be dislocated, but rather be healed. Notice something in this that it's subtle, but it's important, and it's different in the way the modern versions read. Most versions have strengthen your hands, like my hands, your hands. But on the other hand, a lot of other translations actually give a general exhortation to the readers actually to strengthen someone else's hands. So when it says actually not strengthen your hands, but strengthen the hands. Strengthen the hands that hang down and strengthen the feeble knees. Now in context, this is what's important. Hebrews is writing to a people in Hebrews 12 that are under the discipline of the Lord. Yes, They're under the discipline of the Lord because if you reread Hebrews 12, it says don't be discouraged when you're being disciplined because on the other side of it, you will yield the peaceful fruit of righteousness. And so I don't think we can take, take us long to convince each other we're under the discipline of the Lord right now. Two people in the, this place believe, two people online believe. like We're under the discipline of the Lord. Now, if you don't understand discipline, you'll think this is a terrible message. But true discipline from the Lord is not to hurt us. True discipline from the Lord is to make us better. Yes. So the Lord's coming. He said, I want to make you better. I want to make life better. I want you to be better in the earth so that you can enjoy a fulfilled life. And so we're under the discipline of the Lord. And it says if we will endure the discipline of the Lord, it will actually produce the, the, the peaceable fruits of righteousness. Yes. Which is a blessing for our nation and a blessing for us and a blessing for everybody. Now the writer of Hebrews got this metaphor actually from Isaiah. The faithful in Israel had been through a lot at this time. They had evil kings. They had false prophets. They were generally disobedient and stubborn fellow Israelites in the crew. They had powerful enemies who threatened them and seemingly no prospect of ever living in their own land in peace ever again. Now, I don't know about you, but that sounds like right where we're at, right? Right? Some evil kings, some false prophets, some generally disobedient, stubborn Israelites, some powerful enemies, and threatened that we might not ever have peace again. We thought this pandemic was going to be over a year ago, didn't we? Yes, we did. But we've been in this thing a while now, and what happens is we can become weary. That's why I believe the Lord wants to release encouragement this week, because we can become weary even when we know it's the Lord disciplining us. So the prophet reminds us in Isaiah of the coming kingdom, and when in the wilderness, in the desert, he actually says, be glad. Be glad, for you will see the glory of the Lord and the majesty of God. And he counsels them to counsel each other, encourage the exhausted, strengthen the feeble, say to those with anxious heart, take courage, do not fear. Behold, your God's going to come with vengeance. The recompense of God will come, and he will save you. In other words, don't give up. A better day is coming. Look to that, and you will have the encouragement and the strength you need. And one of the greatest ways to receive strength, I'll tell you just a moment, but here's the picture I got. Now I don't know how many of you had children or grandchildren. How many? Anybody here in the room? Anybody there? So you got children or grandchildren. Now here's this is my this might not be yours, but this is mine. Even when my kids are growing up or my grandchildren especially now if I discipline them especially the one youngest one I got now here's his response when I bring discipline like don't do that it's never ah here's his first response you ever remember that first response hands hang down feeble knees Come on, yes. get that discipline on you. Hands hang down, feeble knees. And I felt like Holy Spirit said there's a lot of God's people right now. Wow. Come on, yes. we're under the discipline of the Lord, we're not enjoying it, we're letting our faith wane, and what happens, Hebrews encourages us, get a hold of it quickly, because if you don't, it turns into Bitterness. God didn't send this pandemic to make us bitter. He sent it to make us better. And I'm telling you, if we'll trust God and let him strengthen our hands and strengthen our feeble knees, we're going to come out on the other side of this thing and we're going to be better people. We're going to be better followers of Jesus Christ. We're going to be better neighbors. We're going to be better mothers, better fathers, better friends because the Lord is going to have done something deep inside our life during this season. And so I'm just going to release a word of encouragement today to tell you we are coming out on the other side of this yes, but don't waste this trial. Come on. Let God do what he wants to do in it. Yes. And there will come a time he will be done. Daniel Hughes preached last week, he said there comes a moment the discipline's over and God's ready to release you. Yes. And I feel like we're right on that moment. So don't be discouraged. Don't let the enemy stop you right now from moving back into faith. Moving back into joy, moving back into hope and say yes, there is going to be victory in my life. I am going to come out on the other side. This old preacher I read about this week, the commentary, he said his favorite part of the scripture was it and it came to pass. Oh yeah. And it came to pass. I've got news for somebody, even what we're in and what you're in, your trial is temporary, and it has an expiration date. And once it's done its job, we're coming to the end of this, uh, end of this season. So look at somebody right in the eye and tell them, your trial has an expiration date. Tell them, your trial has an expiration date. Yes, it does. And so God sent me today to tell somebody, lift up your hand, strengthen your knees, get a pep back in your step, Get a smile back on your face. Get a bump back in your rump. Come on, get moving again. Get shaking again because we are moving through this, through whatever you're going through to the other side. Now, here's what the Lord instructed me to do. Simple instruction. I felt like the Lord said the best way for people to encourage themselves is to give encouragement to somebody else. Yes, it is. I don't know about you, but in my life, on some of the darkest, deepest ruts I've been in, when I found a faith to get out and just go bless somebody else, go help somebody else, go speak a good word to somebody else, in that process, God actually encouraged me. Let me give you the scripture for that, Isaiah 44, 3. For I will pour water upon him who is thirsty and floods upon the dry ground. I will pour my spirit upon thy seed and blessing upon thy offspring. Proverbs 11, a generous person will prosper, and whoever refreshes others will also be refreshed or watered himself. Here's my admonition for you today. God wants to strengthen your hands. God wants to strengthen your knees. God wants to bring us back to a place of faith and expectation of what he wants to do in our lives in this season. I challenge you, whenever you're watching this, if not immediately, within the next 24 hours, Take a step of faith, and let's release the spirit of encouragement. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you right now. Just somebody in your sphere of influence, a relative, a friend, a child, a loved one, somebody you work with, the Holy Spirit will put the right person in your heart. Grab your phone, send them a text, send them a scripture, send them something encouraging. Write a note. If you go, if you go out to a drive through or a fast food place today, Tip the girl at the window. Do something to bless and encourage somebody else in the next 24 hours. And you watch what God will do for you. When you start watering somebody else, God will turn around and he'll start watering you. And so I just want to release the spirit of encouragement, and I need your help to do it. So I just say and prophesy that as we take steps in this 24-hour period, whenever you're watching this or here live... Just say something encouraging. Pray, ask Holy Spirit, show me somebody, put somebody in my spirit that I need to encourage. Reach out, send them a text, send them a letter. Go see them if you can, or drop a note. Give them something. Do something to encourage somebody else, and you watch courage come back. We need courage right now. on. I said we need courage right now. That's where you get the word encourage. We need courage. We need courage about the pandemic. We need courage about each other's uh, future. We need courage about our relationships. We need courage about our financial future. Now's the time to take courage and begin to encourage one another in the Lord so that we can find our way into this new season that God's wanting to bring us into. This is the season of courage. And I believe God's releasing the spirit of courage. Let's, and, and by the way, let's just quit being so negative. Come on. Come on, there's so much negative stuff out there. Almost every time you get around somebody, they want to say something negative about the coronavirus. They want to say something negative about the election. They want to say something negative about the economic situation. And I understand what they're saying, but that's not my responsibility. When they talk about the COVID virus, I simply say, either I'll get it and get healed or I won't get it at all because no evil will come nigh me or my dwelling in Jesus' name. Oh, what are we going to do about the new government? Well, I promise you God's not up in heaven wringing his hands thinking, oh, myself. God is in control. God is in charge. And I promise you, my God shall supply all of our needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to live in discouragement. There's hope for our future. Jeremiah 29:11. For I know the thoughts I think towards you, says God. Thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you a good and a hope-filled expected future. Yes. I see you somewhere in the future and things look a whole lot better than they do right now because the God we serve is able to bring us through this in Jesus' name. So I just dare somebody watching or here just stick your hands up in the air and we just say, Lord, we lift our hands up to you now and we put them in the air. We put both of them in the air. Don't be lazy. Come on, get your hands in the air. Don't be a half-tail. Come on, put hands in the air, and we say, Lord, we thank you. You're strengthening our hands right now. You're strengthening our arms, and you're strengthening us with the encouragement of the Lord right now. We lift our hands toward heaven, and we thank you that victory is ours, for this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Amen. Now, come on, stand up with me, somebody. Stand up in your homes, yes. And we say, on the act of standing, we say, Lord, we thank you right now. You're strengthening our yes. feeble knees. We thank you that you're bringing a strength. You said when you are done all to stand, stand. And so we stand in faith now, and we say, Lord, we thank you that you're bringing a resolve yes. and a strength and an encouragement to our lives that you are strengthening us now in Jesus' name that we will come through, this shall come to pass, and we will wind up on the other side. And so, Lord, we release ourselves from all discouragement, all doubt, all fear, all negativity and unbelief, and we put ourselves back in faith to catch the wind of the Spirit to move us into this new season in Jesus name. amen. Now I felt like the Lord said to confirm this he would actually heal hands and knees. physically yes. There, there's people here in this room there's people watching with problems in your hands, carpal tunnel type uh, pain, arthritis type pain like like literally pain in, in, in your in your hands. God is going to heal hands right here in this moment. There's hands are being healed right now in this moment. And so, Father, we thank you right now. You're healing hands physically. Lord, we stretch hands to hands, and we say we thank you that you're healing hands now in the name of Jesus. You're healing arthritis. You're healing carpal tunnel syndrome. You're healing those hands. I see somebody that you got like a growth coming up in your hand. You're just being healed even now in the name of Jesus for the glory of God. Somebody's got like a trigger finger that sometimes it messes up in your finger. You're being healed even now in the name of Jesus. So, Lord, we thank you that you're healing hands now as a sign and a testimony of your grace that you're strengthening hands in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, we thank you. We switch to knees. Lord, I thank you that now knees are being healed. Knees are being strengthened in the name of Jesus for the glory of God. And so, Father, we just released that word. I thought it was very interesting. I looked on the front row. What's your name?s Huh? Summer. I thought it very interesting. What's wrong with your knee? You've been run over, hadn't we all? (laughs) But you've been physically run over seven times. And what's wrong with your knee? Fell out of the van. We need, to, we need to pray for you to get on a different path, first of all, don't we? <laughs> so you don't quit getting run over and quit, quit, quit falling out of vans. I, I thought it was interesting that you would have a knee problem sitting on the front row. I believe God can heal you right now, actually, yeah. what I believe. And so just a moment, just a moment, we're going to gather around and lay our hands on you. We're going to say Lord's going to heal you today in the name of Jesus. And you're not going to have any more of those injuries. I'll just go ahead and prophesy. Somebody may feel like you've been run over seven times. And bad things just keep happening to you. We say we break that cycle now in the name of Jesus. And just like you've had a... a, a, a a season of being plagued by bad things. Now we say, we say, generational blessings start trying to overtake you everywhere you go. And we break that curse off of you, even generationally. And we say, now you begin to move into the blessing of the Lord in the name of Jesus for the glory of God so father we thank you today that you are releasing people now we thank you you are encouraging people now we thank you that you are healing people's hands you are healing people's knees you are strengthening weak hands and weak knees you are renewing and reviving our faith and our hope and our energy as we step into this new season lord we thank you for it and we praise you for it in jesus name and all god's people shouted Amen, amen, and amen. Listen, if the Lord's touched you, correspond with us, we'd love to hear from you. We'll keep you updated when we're going to get back here on campus full speed. We love you guys. Be blessed. Keep following the Lord. We love you very much. Have a great week in Jesus' name. Amen. This has been a presentation of Word Alive International Outreach, 122 Allendale Road, Oxford, Alabama. Reach us by phone at 256-831-5280 or at our website, wordalive.org. This has been a production of Word Alive Creative Arts.